Hello and welcome back to the 831 Podcast, episode 47. There's been a bit of a gap in these recently, but that's because I put my back out so I couldn't really sit for a long period of time. Then I got ill and I had a like a chest infection and I couldn't get through five minutes without coughing. So yeah, eventually we're back. I've got some good ones lined up. This one, episode 47, is just to catch up with my long-term good friend, he's been on the podcast lots of times, uh, Nigel King. It's just fun. We talk absolute nonsense. There's nothing, you're not going to learn anything. You're just going to hear two idiots chatting nonsense for an hour and a half, and it might make your journey more fun uh, and more interesting. So, yeah, take it for what it is. They, they are what they are, right? The ones I've got coming up are really interesting. I'm looking forward to them. But yeah, this gets these out there. So, We'll crack straight on with today's podcast, and I'll just have a quick mention of sponsors. As always, um, Trojan Fitness, Trojan Nutrition, long-term sponsors of mine, will forever be a sponsor of the podcast. Sweatbox Shin Bristol, Pedro Bassa BJJ, EJ Hair Clinic, Emma EJ Hair Clinic, she's responsible for my head tattoo. Please hit her up if you're interested, look at her Instagram, please, and follow her, give a little comment. And if I can ask anybody, you know, these have got a few hundred views and listens and stuff all over. If I could just ask you guys, please share. Share it. Ask your friends to subscribe. The more people that share, the more awareness it gets, the more guests I can have. And together we can build it up and you get to hear more of me chatting nonsense. But yeah, other than that, this is uh, the 831 Podcast, episode 47, Nigel King. Okay, now, now we're in. So, Nige, I'd say thanks for joining me, but the pleasure's all yours, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I haven't been down for a while. This is Wesley's new place uh, in the Lebanon. As you can see behind, he's put that, that picture on the wall up there, just to make it look a little bit better. We went round the old people's home and robbed the sofa. Uh, <laughs> Flat 15, Beirut. <laughs> so, I feel like I'm in a set of Black Hawk Down. No, I've, listen, I've decorated <laughs> Scumble glaze. I think got, they call that today. If we've got a chaff halfway through for uh, an attack of Somali pirates, <laughs> well, I might have to check off halfway through after that curry last night. Feeling really on Benny's rumbling. Up yeah, I know. I did hear that, mate. Um, so yeah, you're down the long drive down. We got you down eventually. It generally goes. You ring me saying, "Mate, you got to come up," and I ring you saying, "Mate, you got to come down." So yeah, well. Your sister was like on my case now. I think you've been sort of like priming her to say, okay, yeah, yeah, when you're coming down, like like I'm really wanted down here, do you know? Yeah, well, so you two mug each other off on Facebook, so you'd expect... Yeah, I did say be... that comment, Mars, about the happy 80th birthday. No, Mars is going to listen to this. She's going to listen to this, is she? Too busy watching, too busy watching Araldo. Dance music pissed off in her kitchen or something. Araldo and that. Jeremy can't learn about anymore, is he? I don't know. No. Before, Geraldo's never, I've never seen an episode of Geraldo. No, Jeremy Kyle, though. He, he oh, Jeremy Kyle, yeah, yeah. Most of it's filmed in Bristol. He was from Bristol. Most of the people on it were from Bristol, weren't they? Actually, that's, I'm, I'm actually slating the people of Bristol now. Yeah. Not everyone in Bristol. And isn't. you're from Chatham. <laughs> yeah, that's so, a fair point. That's a fair point. Up. So you, I guess, but, but I don't think I've seen you since before lockdown. <laughs> Will that pick up on the mic, that cough? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So right. Before lock- No, no, it isn't. It's a long time now. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I haven't seen anyone since lockdown, to be honest. Yeah, well, uh, but 
Last time I came down here, that cow down there, that skull, that was alive. <laughs> <laughs> Where's his big skull? That was alive last time I came here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's weird that there's been this whole fucking pandemic and we haven't seen each other. We've gone from seeing each other every couple of weeks. Then there's this massive pandemic, which is now like, what what is it, like 15 months long and that's we haven't seen each other since way before since way before that so it's probably it's probably like 17 months since we saw each other i mean we talk every day obviously but it's probably 17 months since we've seen each other in the flesh yeah in the flesh in the flesh (laughs) so a lot a lot of stuff's changed have you got a lot of camera in your shower or something That's the only room that's done. Yeah, it is actually. The only room I want. We're not really in the Lebanon. We're in Wes's new flat. I was going to put this recording in the uh, the (laughs) toilet just because it's the only room that's done, the bathroom. Yeah. Podcast from the shower. Um, Yeah, so it's just a lot of shit's happened, eh? Like you. Well, lots of stuff happened in your life over lockdown, isn't that right? Do we have to talk about my life in this one? Yeah. Definitely. My car crash of my life. Yeah. But no, you've got your own place now. You've got like. Oh, yeah, I've got another place. Yeah. <laughs> moved on. I moved the caravan. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the wheels on your ass. Go around it, bro. I moved the caravan. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, I haven't been able to go football. That's been a big part of my life. Take yeah. A big bet. chunk of it taken out. I, look, I, I got back into football after... Because um, it was like one of the first sports to come back. But Bristol City, you got back into football. Fucking hell, behave now. Um, <laughs> no, because like, it was one of the first sports to come back. I was watching everything. Like... Every game, mate. Whenever there was a game on Sky, I was watching it. And then, after a few games, I'd watch a few. Obviously, UFC ran all the way through, so pretty much. So, I was watching that. But then, after a few games, I just got so demoralised with it. The stupid fucking fouling. The diving for... Like, Son, yesterday in Tottenham, gets his foot stood on. He's rolling around on the floor. Yeah, I'd stand on his foot, to be honest. I'd stand on his I'll foot as well. stand on his head, actually. I'll yeah, I can't like. stand the bloke. But I don't... It put me off football again. So I was watching every match without fail. Two matches a day sometimes because it was one of the only sports it was about. But I got demoralised watching them, mate. Like, playing for fouls and diving. Like, you're through on goal. Try and score the fucking goal. What are you falling over for? It's not like the seventies, mate. Well, I wouldn't know, mate. Obviously, the life in the seventies. It's I'm not like the nineties. The best era ever for football. That when the Premier League started for like the first ten years of the Premier League. That's the best football yeah. ever. Yeah, some, there were some good games. And then now we got this shit. Like, yeah, the VAR thing is. I don't know really what to think of it. Sometimes I think it's good. It's not even only VAR, when it works in our. I don't mind VAR. I'm not massively... Because VAR can't make a mistake, right? Everyone blames VAR. VAR cannot make a mistake. It's replaying what actually happened. It works in rugby. rugby. It works in football. If you're so much of a fucking idiot referee, though, that you can't review live footage and see what's gone on, like that Mike Dean shit and stuff, the, the big stress comes when Mike Dean does things like he did, sending people off like that. You've got a replay. Everyone in the world can see it's not a red card and you're sending people off. What makes me laugh is they, they go, okay, uh, the ref has it. Right, it's got to go to VAR. The ref, the ref will make a decision, but then it'll go to VAR. Then VAR, like, if they can't make a decision, like, oh, we just throw it back on the ref. Let's go on the screen, have a look at the screen. He goes on the screen, he just makes a decision anyway, so. But then that's, well, yeah, so, which is good, but the referee, it's human error. So VAR is brilliant. It's the best thing that can happen to the game. But the referee have got to not be a cock. Like I don't. 
I don't understand it. I do. It's like these. There's a lot of pressure on them. Man. These players play for a foul, on but there should be. Like that's your job. Like you should have all the pressure. That's your job to make sure that the game's played fairly. So for me, I, I'm like, if it was me, if I owned this football team, if I was a manager of a football team, and one of my players is playing for a foul and diving, even if he gets awarded the penalty or the free kick. I'm putting him in the game. Right, you're banned two matches. You're not playing for two matches. You've got a 20 round ban. You're not, we're not playing that sort of football here. We're trying to score goals. We're trying to play football. You, anyone who dives in my team and is looking to win fucking snidey penalties, snidey free kicks instead of getting on and showing their skill as a player, banned. You get too much ban and you get a 10 round There ban. was an incident. I can't remember what it was. It was, a, it was a few weeks ago that someone got dropped from a team. <coughs> One of the, there's a bummyang. Something oh, happened. Do you remember something no. happened at Arsenal and a Bamiang? I don't something trivial, like something he done, but they dropped him for the game. Good. That was our That's what we need. There needs to be more accountability within squads because like Steve Bruce was saying about it yesterday about the, the game being and he's right, that's not the game. You, what you're doing is you've got we've got now the most skillful football players we've ever had throughout history. I mean you've got a standouts like Maradona, Pele and stuff, but as a whole, we got the most skillful players we've ever had in football. Just the fitness levels, they're just throw the roof. But and also <coughs> the skill levels. So if Pele's the the a, a guy who was doing amazing things, and then you've got Cruyff with his little flick and that, and everything gets expanded from those things. So now we're at the most skillful the game's ever been, and it gets detracted because people are diving for free kicks when they're through on goal. Or I hate I hate when the players when someone just trips someone and the other player <coughs> gets up and starts holding up a card. Yeah. Or an imaginary card. That's the, that's the bugbear for me. I think you, we need more punishment for people who are diving. And yeah, stuff. definitely. Like red, red cards and every team should come together and say, right, if you play for me and you do that shit, you're banned. Too much banned, £10,000 fine. Make it really fucking hard for them and then you'll stop. Because can you imagine the UFC if people were f- pretending to get punched? Like... <laughs> Like, Phantom oh, punches. you can't, yeah, like, you in, just... like in uh, Snake Eyes, that film, Phantom Punch. Do you I've remember that? Snake Eyes. That's a good film. Is Watch that, um, what's his Nicholas name? Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, Nicholas Cage can make him takes a dive. Nicholas Cage can, uh, he used to be able to make a proper movie though. Nicholas Cage, face off. I want to take his face, face. face off. Off. <laughs> he done it a bit better than that, to be fair. I dare you. He lived in Bath. He lived in Bath. He lived in Bath. He owned a castle in Bad Bath, Midford Castle. Uh, bought it for six million quid or something. Used to come here all the time, spend New Year's Eve in the local pub and that in Midford. And uh, then he had all that tax problems and stuff. And um, he had to sell it. He took like a two mil loss or something on it. No, well, I never knew yeah. that Nicholas Cage lived in Bath. There you go. Bath, mate. Every day is a school day. Exactly. Yeah. He, uh, but yeah, Nicholas Cage used to make a used to make Con a movie. Con Air. Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. Eleanor. Yeah, that's the, that's the, uh, the Chevy. No, what a Chevy. What's, what is it? Corvette? Wasn't it a Mustang? Mustang GT500. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, one Nicholas Cage. One of my dream motors, that nice yeah, Mustang. Yeah. What other great films did Nicholas Cage make? There's been loads of good oh, films. Oh, there's one called oh. Eight Mill. No, I'll tell you, an amazing Nicholas Cage film, The Rock. Oh, yeah. That's a good film. The Rock, right, yeah, I remember The Rock. That's a good film, The Rock. Like, now he's obviously... Does that? Uh, what's it called? Death Rider or something? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's fucking jank. That. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's a shit. That's not my sort of film. Yeah. We've gone from talking about the Premier League to Nicolas Cage. 
Uh, how did that happen? Uh, hang on, leaving Las Vegas. I haven't seen that. I saw one that was really good. That Meg one. It's called. There's a baby's an angel in it. City of, City of Angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that good film. Good LA, film. Yeah. Uh, yeah leaving Las Vegas is the one. He's an alcoholic. May watch that film. Why did you think it might be Elizabeth? Why did you look at me? So watch that film. Mate, like, I'm an, I don't even drink. Two Copperbergs in a week. You had last week. <laughs> two Copperbergs last week. Mate, yeah. that's a good. I think. Uh, yeah, leaving Las Vegas. I think it's called. Mate, that is a good film. He's an alcoholic, and I think it might be Elizabeth Shoes in it. Don't tell one, everyone. Look, is she don't listen was... because he'll tell you the whole story. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> we put a pianist on last <laughs> night at like quarter past eleven, a two-hour twenty-minute film. Put a pianist on last night, and you're like, "Oh, it's a great film." That's what I'm saying. We'll put it on then reluctantly because it was late. So we put it on with a phone. Oh, mate, yeah, this is our oh, proper bootless film. The bit where they walk in, they tell the guy to stand up, and he's like, "I'm not. I'm going to fucking watch it." <laughs> you're not. You're a ter- Terrible with films, mate. It's a good film, though, isn't it? It's a good film. And this is really funny, because if you go on Wes's uh, Instagram, which is... Uh, Immortal831? Immortal831, his, his, uh, his Instagram. <laughs> he put a... There was a piece of uh, music, uh, Chopin. So Wes sort of put it on there. and Loads of people went on there and was going, that's really brilliant, mate. You're, yeah. you're keep fantastic. Mate. Keep, keep at it. <laughs> thinking it was him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... Yeah, that film was good. It was alright, me. I liked it. Um, a couple of predictable bits, but I, yeah, I really liked it. We can't believe I hadn't seen what, it. Like the, the coat. The coat. <laughs> the yeah. coat. I can't believe that I hadn't seen it. It was cold, though. When is that? When was that film made? 2002, I think. Yeah, I think I've never seen it. I've heard about it, but I thought it was going to be a bit like, I don't know why, I associated it a bit with uh, The Machinist. Oh, with Christian Bell. Yeah, which is a shit film. But well, it's all, I thought it was, well, well, he's, he's fucking he's dry. dieted hard for oh, that it's, film. It's depressing. It's like, <laughs> it's dark, but, wasn't it? Yeah, dark. Like, just, what he went through to do the film was brilliant, but yeah, that, and I, I always assumed or related the pianist with the machinist, which because makes no sense, I know. Because it, because if you're from Bristol, it sort of sounds the same with the accent. Ist. Anything with Ist. Anything with Ist. The machinist, the, machinist. the pianist, the fascist. <laughs> <laughs> the film I'm working on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good film. I liked it. It's not like I thought it was going to be a lot more depressing than it was, but well, it's quite depressing. It is quite depressing. It's, it's about not a list, is it? Yeah, it's very depressing. It's not that it's depressing. Like it's like people getting killed. No, because it's a bit positive in that. Like find a positive in Schindler's List. Well, find a positive in the pianist. Um, without ruining the, the film, which I'm well, going to in three, two, one. He fucking survives Holocaust and becomes a world-famous pianist again. He's already a famous pianist. Yeah, so he becomes... A, he, and he lives through the <laughs> yeah, Holocaust. Yeah, telling me he lives. So when they get the bit at the end... With the no, coat, I told him I was going to spoil it. So I just said... Spoiler alert. Spoil three, two, one. So, oh, um, man. Yeah, no. But he lives and then carries on to be a fucking famous pianist again. That's a... That's a find me that in Schindler's List. Oh, well, don't. Exactly, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So it's not depressing like... It's not depressing like Schindler's List is depressing. Wow. That's yeah. a fucking depressing movie. Good movie, but I don't think I'd ever watch it again. I watched it a few times. Twice I've watched it, but don't think I'd ever watch it again. I think last time was just because somebody had not seen it. I was like, oh, we'll put it on. And so we put it it's on. It's like three hours long. Three when hours you've already long. seen a film, it's three hours long. And to be fair, I don't can't think of anything that I'd want to see. Um, What's his name? The Irish cunt. In for three <laughs> hours. Irish. For three hours. And Liam, Neeson. Her, Liam Neeson. Yeah. He's Irish. He's Irish, yeah. What do you mean is he Irish? I didn't know he's Irish. I've actually met the geezer. He didn't seem Irish to me. He's got a fucking Irish accent. What are you on about? He didn't seem Irish. Well, I met Google the fella. This. He's Irish. Liam Neeson's Irish. He's got Irish accent. You've seen Taken in that, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's got Irish accent. Well, a moody American accent. I'm sure he's Irish. But if he ain't Irish, you can look really stupid. No, I'm just going to change the subject. Liam Neeson. Here we go. Northern Irish actress. Is he? Yeah. Actress. Actor. Actor. Northern Irish. So he is. Northern... He doesn't seem. He doesn't speak like Jerry Adams or nothing, does he? Well, no, he's not Sinn Fein. He's just. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> he's just well, an actor. Just... And also, he's an actor. Sinn Fein's <laughs> Also, he's an actor. If you're, if you can't even change your Irish accent, what sort of actor are you? Not very good one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See you. See you. I'll find you and I'll kill you. <laughs> Jerry Adams. We can really go over the top of this. Bit, right? <laughs> yeah, people. That's not <laughs> good film though. This is a good film, basically. I like these mics. Anyways, I really like mm. these. See, when I came down last time, or when I've done a podcast review, you had that little snowball mic. Yeah. And you used to have to like lean forward and you'd end up going home with a bad back. a bit bad back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go back like Quasimodo. <laughs> yeah. been hanging over the smart. But these ones are like the old. These Studio are like, mics. No, they're like, look, look. If you look from there, look. Yeah, they're, they're proper boom mics. Like the old REO Speedwagon ones. You should get, I need some of them headphones. <laughs> you know them headphones? Yeah. Well, like that. So they're the things people, we need. Lots of people use headphones. Good. They look they brilliant. Do, um, no, but they just look good. Look yeah, they look good, but I'm not. I don't like them look, because because you can't because of their mirrors. Well, you, you look pro- like I've been wearing them for thirty you've years. You've got to do one or two things. You either primarily I only listen to your microphone, okay, and or you listen to both. I find it really discombobulating to hear my voice in my ears, other than when I talk properly. Discombobulating. Yeah. So I, I find it really weird listening to my voice, right? And also, if I'm listening to just your voice. I elevate my voice because I can't hear it very well because I've got earphones on. So I don't, I'm not a massive fan. The only good thing is playback. Like, we could be chatting this now and people can't even hear us. We might have just spent the last 17 minutes <laughs> and it's not even, not even recorded. Oh, fuck it, we didn't switch it on. Now. That's made me nervous now. We didn't switch it on. See, if that's, reco- that's recording now. So we'll have the audio, the video. I'll have to. I like the way that, 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 that comes out. It's like flatliners. Like flat flat <laughs> I've not seen that either. But that, is that you haven't seen flatliners. Kevin Bacon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Best thing Kevin Bacon did. How was it turned into fucking movie watch? Like, best thing Kevin <laughs> film Bacon did was um, not even a film. There was that TV series. Was it um, oh about Ed, Ed, about Edgar Allan Poe? Oh fucking, what is it called? It's like Hunted or oh, what's it? I got have a look. <laughs> I got have a look. Um, make good series. The first series was really good. Um, was based on Edgar Allan Poe. I watched Poe. Kevin Bacon film. You have not Sleepers. Sleepers is a great film, actually. And was Stir of Echoes, it's another one. Footloose. Hollow Man. Hollow Man, yeah. <laughs> Good films, actually. The E. Averts. <laughs> love the E. Averts. <laughs> love, love the E. Averts. <laughs> <laughs> and what's that? Right, let me see what this is. It's, uh, what was it called? It's called... <laughs> the E. Averts is actually on this IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> The E Avert is on his IMDb. Tremors is a good film. Oh yeah, Tremors. The things under the ground. That's your were you in that? <laughs> I what love, is that even on I your, love Dick. Where are you on that? Where's that come up on your on your search history? Mate, what's oh, this, I love uh, Dick. The following. That's what it was called. Have you not seen the following? No. Oh watch that. That's that's well worth a bit. Oh, watch, mate, definitely. What was um, the one you hadn't seen that you just said the film, the Kevin Bacon film? That um uh, 
The one where they... Flatliners. Flatliners. That's a yeah, good yeah. film. It's got yeah, Keith I've heard that. Keith Sutherland's in it. I have heard it's a good film. And Julia um, Roberts. It's a really good film, actually. I do like a bit of Julia Roberts. You have to remember, film. when you watch it, Billy Mahoney. Billy Mahoney. Billy Mahoney. People, I'll have if you've a... seen Flatliners, you'll know what I'm talking about. I will have a. I do. It's popped up a couple of times, and I think it's on Amazon Prime. So it's popped up a few it's times. A good there, film. I do. They I remade been, it, I think, a little while ago. But, yeah, yeah. But now the remakes are never as good. No. I. But, yeah, <coughs> like fucking um, Point Break. I've not I seen. I remember the, the original. Remake. Yeah, the original. But I've not seen it. I started watching it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not in the mood nah, for this." At the moment, like the original's good. Do you, you, I actually really. I know you're going to like. I really wanted to see Coming to America too. But yeah. then you ruined it for me because you said Did it was you watch shit. it? No, because you said it was crap. You've done yourself a favour by not watching it. Yeah, the original one's my favourite. So how crap do you think it is? Well, I don't know, but... It's worse, than, it's worse than that. I, I knew three people who turned it off. They turned it off. No, it's really, really crap. It's honestly, it's really crap. I would okay. say... There's not many... You know me, mate. I'll fucking go to cinema to watch anything. I'll watch... Mate, I'll watch Carnation Street reruns at the cinema. I'll watch anything <laughs> at the cinema. I love the cinema. As long as they've got popcorn. It's, <coughs> coming to America was, honestly, mate, it was bad. Coming to America 2 was bad. But that's a shame because it's one of my favourite films. Along with Trading Places. Do you remember Trading that? Places is a great film. That's Trading a great Places. Film. It's great not film. even in the same league. It's like, it was almost a bit like a spoof movie. You know, when they like made like parodies this, and all that. Like a parody movie yeah. a bit, mate. Yeah, it was a bit like that. I was a bit, I was watching it, I was like, I'm sure he went like that in Coming to America 1. But it even put me off watching Coming to America again. Because I thought, oh, perhaps Coming to America is a lot worse than I remember. So perhaps if I don't watch it. Yeah, it, it was crap. Don't watch it. Definitely. Okay. You and there that, is some you really good, Don't watch it, folks. Yeah, there's some really good movies like now, isn't there? Like, brilliant movies. I t- a movie you have oh. to watch. Peanut Butter Falcon. Watch that when you get home tonight. You got Prime? Uh, no. Oh, you fucking... Spend the money. What's wrong with you? But Peanut Butter Falcon, mate. That's a brilliant film. Brilliant film. But can I sign into your account? Yeah, you Prime. can. There you yeah, go. Yeah. So I've got Prime now. When you get home, download Prime on your TV, on your smart TV or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you're still on dial-up. I'm not in chat. I'm not in chat anymore. I have to remember, I'm in Snodland now. Snodland. La- label. Which, it's much nicer, but sounds way worse. Snodland. <laughs> It's much nicer it than Chatham. It does sound bad. It's really but it nice. It's a really nice place. It's a village. Well, yeah, it sort of is a village. Town. <laughs> Fucking talking out my arse again. <laughs> it's a nice place. Yeah. It's got a nice country park next to it. Yeah, nice that. Yeah. You manage to get out and have a walk? All the time. I'm doing like eight to ten miles a day now. I mean, do you walk out around here? Yeah. After dark. Just not at night. <laughs> we no. just looked just out. The boys got around and said, it's like, it was like half past eight in the morning. The kids across the road's got a bonfire going. Yeah, it, it was weird. That was weird. <laughs> on got, a, on the bank holiday you Monday. You the well. corner and someone's carved a cannabis leaf into the, into the pavement. <laughs> What's, What's wrong with that? What's wrong yeah, with that? I don't know. Quite intangible. We don't get that round Snodland. <clears throat> Snodland. It does sound a shithole, but it is nice, Snodland. Yeah. But, so that was part of your. Um, the new you, I guess, like uh, over lockdown. You had a moment where things got a bit shit. You got a bit on top for you. Oh, and then you fucking... Uh, yeah. You're sort of partway through a change of life thing, which happens every six months with you, and then just fucking... Well, you have six to, months of being a used to. I used to, like, to I used to, like... Uh, used to have a binge up. Get yeah. To about, get to about 18 stone. And then I would go training, go mental, and go down to about 14 stone. Look amazing. Then 
walk past the KFC. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> look better. You'd look better. <laughs> then I'd go past KFC, smell it, and then the, 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 the cycle would start again. Yeah. And then it would be. But, like I say, we talk on the phone a lot, and what I've done now is I just, like I say, instead of like, you know, having these mental sort of training routines and stuff like that, now all I do is, I just, like you said, I just change my lifestyle. So I don't eat a load of shit. Apart well, from people, when I come here. because you mentioned yeah. the word diet. To people, when I tell people, like, oh yeah, we need to change your diet. <clears throat> yeah, but the thing with diets, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. When I say diet, it's not a set program like Weight Watchers or like the Atkins or something. Diet is everything you consume in your body. That's what diet means. Okay, so when I say you need to change your diet, it doesn't mean I'm going to put you on some weird program. It means you need to change the way you eat. Your diet is what you eat. So. Yeah. When I say that to you and I'm like, right, we need to change your diet and it needs to become your permanent lifestyle. You need to live this way. So I live, I primarily eat quite keto-based. I don't have many carbohydrates. Very rarely will I eat bread, pasta, rice. You know, and that, like I had it, that Indian last night with you. That's the first time I've had rice for, well, maybe I had sushi a few weeks ago. So I might have had some rice in that, but I was some rice in that. Um... But my diet is generally about the same. Very little carbohydrate to none each day. Generally capped about not really any more than 2,000-ish calories unless I'm having a big training day. Then I got to 2,500 <coughs> maybe calories. And it's that's sort of how it is. And then, but if I want a chocolate bar, I'll have a chocolate bar. But I won't have six Krispy Kremes. I mean, I just, I'll have like a chocolate well, bar, but then I might not have a chocolate bar for five days. I might not have, you know, I might not have, I might get to Sunday, have a roast dinner, but just not have dessert. So I'm like, oh, I'm not, I don't fancy it. But then midweek, I might drive past a farm shop and go and buy a custard slice. Just because that's my diet now. I eat, I eat pretty clean when all the time. Farms start making custard slices. Farm shops? Yeah. yeah they got bakeries and that in them now. Oh, okay. We could have gone to a boss farm shop to be fair when you were up, but yeah. we've left it a bit late. But yeah, that's that, and that's basically what I'm trying to instill into you is that your lifestyle has to change. Your diet, well, it has. Your it's, diet it's changes; changed. it becomes your lifestyle. I'm, I'm eating about in between two thousand and two thousand five hundred calories a day. I just eat. I don't really eat a lot of crap stuff. Uh, if I didn't drink since Christmas Day, and I've just recently had a few Cottleburgs and stuff like that, but I don't. If I drink now, it's it's horrible. I don't really like it. So. Yeah, and, I'm, and obviously I've got this little dog now, <coughs> my little dog. I've really owned this little dog. And, Make sure uh, that microphone's close to your mouth. No, don't move the microphone. That's the whole point of them. There it is. Pull it towards you. Oh, you just pulled pull the table towards me. Hold that me. one and pull it. Hold that and then pull the other one towards you. Pull it. There you go. There you go. Look Perfect. at that. So yeah, carry on about your little dog. Yeah, so I've got my little dog. And uh, I'll go out walking. Probably in between. <laughs> I'm walking about in between five and eight miles a day now. Every day, and it's just just keeps me healthy, really. Yeah, of course. A little bit, of, little bit of stretching, a little bit of training here. You and need there, to do a bit more. You don't, you don't do enough. Yeah, but like I walking, I you I could haven't. be walking eight miles a day, mate. But you're not walking, are you? You're strolling around a fucking park, taking pictures of stuff. So it ain't walking. <laughs> like, so you you need to do more, or you need to cut those calories back because that is still a high calorie intake for the amount of exertion that you do. So you need to either up your training now, which you can start doing, make your walk more intense. Well, that's what, do you know what? When I was a, a few months ago, I was pulling muscles, just like running upstairs and walking up ladders at work and stuff yeah. like that. So it's it got to the point where I was like feeling really unhealthy, breathing. You're breathing. I mean, I'm 53 now. Yeah. I mean, that's like, and 
I've I've led a really healthy life. I played football all my life, and then I did used to train well, a lot. Hang on, hang stop, on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, you stop, yeah. You you yeah. led a healthy life up to your back, probably. <coughs> yeah. Because since well, no, I've known still, you, yeah, but I still since I've known you, you've never lived a healthy life. Even when you were living a healthy life, you were ignoring me completely and eating like weight cutting food. And I'm like, what? What are you doing? That's not. This is not the way you should eat. Like, you can't have a piece of salmon and two vegetables as your meal. So then you'd pl- your weight would plummet, and then you can't sustain it. And that's why I was saying to you, look, you, we need to establish what your diet is. So take out the shit that you don't need and have them as treats. But even so, two thousand to two thousand, you shouldn't be eating over two thousand calories a day if all you're doing is a little shore in a fucking lake. Because you it's need to lose like weight. It's like five miles, Wes. Five miles is nothing if you're fucking shuffling around, stopping every five minutes shuffling. to take pictures. And shuff, I'm not like fucking 85. But you ain't shuffling. walking, are you? ain't got fucking hiking shoes on and hiking. <laughs> if you're going to... I'll turn into one of my hikers who puts carrier bags on their face that's got no, walking <laughs> No, proper hikers don't do that. <laughs> that's the people like you who are pretending <laughs> you're hiking. No, I'll tell you what to do. Put your phone out. Get your phone out. Strava on or something. Let have GPS, and we'll see how quickly you walk this fucking eight miles, and we'll see how much exertion you're doing. You're not. You can give it all the bollocks all you like, but <laughs> I'm looking at you. I know you're fucking not. You, if you're trying to lose weight, which you want to lose weight, which you fucking should do, you're diabetic, half dead, and you fucking eat like overweight. You should be losing weight. I've so actually done quite well. No, you have. And why have you? Why are you taking this? I'm telling you how to continue on your path. Oh, but I've done quite well. All right, well, you fucking do it on your own then. You've done great so far. <laughs> 53 spazzed up back, massively overweight. You don't, so listen to what I'm saying to you. Massively overweight. Not now you're not. You Were you not massively overweight? Yes. Right, so I was right then, so shut up. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not if you're going to interject, at least over... have a value, a valid point. Right. So, right, massively overweight, so I'm helping you. To, and then you're like, oh, but I am doing... No. Stop the fucking rebuttals. Simple. You still need to lose about three stone, right? Two and a half Shut stone. Shut up. Nigel, come on now. Three stone? Probably, yeah. If you want to be lean, yeah. I don't want to be lean. All right. Well, three then, stone? What? I mean, I don't, I don't weigh myself very much <clears> because <throat> I think weight is irrespective. Especially at your age, you should be trying to get to the point where you like how you look in the mirror. Which is why I told you to throw your fucking scales out. It annoys me that you weigh yourself. I lost one pound, two, two pounds this week. Who cares, you fucking idiot? Have you had loads of salt? Are you holding water? Have you got water retention? Did you have, have you had a poo in the last day? Weight's irrelevant. Fuck the scales. Get them out the window. All you need to do is get to a point where you're happy with how you look in the mirror. So, you need to continually lose weight until you get to that point. There ain't no way you're happy with how you look in the mirror naked. No way. Am I wrong? What do you want here? Do you want someone who's going to pander to you and I tell you nice things? in front of the mirror naked looking at myself, mate. No. So let's get to a point where you can handle that. Let's get to a point where you can tolerate doing well, that. I don't, I don't do that. I don't actually look, don't look too bad, funny enough. No, I've seen you with your fucking top up in that, right? You you look better than you did, but you're happy. That's how you want to look, is it? That is how you want to look, is it? Be honest with me. That is your finished article. That's how you want to look right now. Yeah or No. Don't contention your arms. What about for the audio people? <laughs> is that how you want to look? How you look now is how you... That's the finished article, yeah? You want to look like... Nah, that. nah, I could do with losing a stone or two, I suppose. Stop putting a number on it, because it's way more than you think. A stone is going to do fuck all, because you've got weight to lose off your legs. You've got weight to lose off your ass. Weight to lose off your neck. And you're going to keep looking at your belly and say, oh, well, it's... So you've probably got two stone, I would imagine, you've got to lose. You think yeah. you haven't, because you're looking at your belly. 
but you're going to lose fat around your fingers, around your toes, around your knees, around your ass. All of this is going to is going to add up to weight. Looking at your belly and saying, "No, I think I've only got a stone to lose," is irrelevant. That might be the last stone to go. So I reckon you've got about two stone left to go. But let's forget weight. You need to get to the point where you're happy with how you look and have it at a manageable, uh, be at a manageable place. If you were one of my client clients, you'd be eating way less than what I've given you so far. I'd be you'd be down at like sixteen hundred calories a day. 600 and high intensity training with that as well because I'd want to get the weight off you as quick as I could keep it there maintain it a low calorie intake for a while then start slowly building back up with exercise so that when you when you're building you're you're putting weight on but like over like a uh probably a five to eight month period we're going to slowly build you up to sit to where you want to do but because I know you won't stick to that because I know you <coughs> we've gone this different way and we've put you at a moderate calorie level but you need to do more exercise. It's simple. Walking around the lake is nothing, Nigel, because you're not walking around the lake. I've seen your videos where you're stopping to throw sticks with Ruby and you're stopping. If you're going to walk eight miles, walk eight miles. Don't stop. Keep your head down and walk. Otherwise, you're not walking eight miles. You're walking 300 metres, recovering. You're walking 200 metres. So your heart rate's never at a peak level. You're never actually burning much calories. You're just strolling around the lake. Strolling. Strolling, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, like... Tell me I'm wrong on a wob, but I'm not. <coughs> I'm not wrong. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. that simple. Well, thanks for that like character assassination there of my weight. Look, <laughs> you know me. What you can talk about this shit to me if you want, but I've been through this with you for five years. Constantly give you the advice, you ignore it. Give me Knowing me, am I the person who you're gonna bullshit and I'm gonna let you get away with it? No, not at all. Right. I don't want, if I sit here now and I start talking about fucking, oh yeah, I dedicated my whole life to fight and nothing else mattered, you'd be like, what about you cunt, you're out flying eagles. <laughs> Which is how, what I'd want you to say to me. <clears throat> I would want you to be honest with me and be critical of the shit that I've done. Well, I do, I do sort of criticise you a bit. A hundred percent, yeah, which is why we're mates. And, but if you're going to talk to me about something I know about, nutrition and wanting to lose weight, and you ring me up fucking all upset because you've got diabetes and your words going to have a heart attack and all this stuff, and I tell you how to change it and you ignore it, I'm going to call you a cunt. It's that simple. And which is where we're at. I bet you wish we were talking about Liam Neeson again now, don't you? Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, really? Don't. We've, gone, we've gone on to that. We've gone to the professor now. Nigel <laughs> 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 Clump. The clumps. <laughs> I can't. I just want to reiterate there, I'm not actually like the clumps. For all no, those audio the people are, yeah, the audio, listen, you're overweight, you're at an age where being overweight is vulnerable for, it will, will make you vulnerable, you need to change it, like, I, I'm not telling you how to be, you told me you don't want to be like this anymore, and I said, right, we'll change that, I'm not saying you should be this way, you came to me and said you didn't want to be like that anymore, so fucking change it, it's that simple, like, you are overweight, if you want to be overweight, be overweight, but you are overweight, it's that simple. And you have got about two stone left to go. So you can ignore that if you want. And be happy. I'll be happy for you. If you fucking die of a diabetes-induced heart attack. It's your fault. <laughs> but yeah, be, basically be happy. Be happy where you're at. I think I'm overweight at the moment. So I, I need to cut my calories down a little bit. I know at the moment I weigh about 86 and a half kilos. I really want to be about 82 kilos. Because I feel better. My knees feel a bit better when I run and stuff. So I'll just diet down and I'll, mine will be more weight specific. It's not like, it's not about having, I would like to have a six pack again, but it, I'll diet down to where I feel lighter and I feel more agile. Someone like yourself, 
Just get to where you're happy. Get yeah, to where I'm, you're I'm not happy. interested in walking around with six pack. Just as well, really. <laughs> I did sort of get there once, and then it just sort of like it lasts about two it's days. Too hard to maintain. Yeah, exactly. I got it's there. I trained really hard. That was a few years ago, about three or four years ago. I trained there, got there for oh, oh, I've got a few abs here, but then after a couple of days, they just go. Because you, you, all these people in these magazines, I don't understand. Uh, right, you just listen. can't keep them. No, you can. You can keep them. And you can keep them through... I can eat a 3,500 calorie diet a day and still have a six-pack of abs. 100%. If I'm training six hours a day. When I was yeah. training full-time, I couldn't keep weight on. Like <coughs> When I'm cutting weight for fights, I was eating to keep weight on until I got to a certain point. But all of these guys on men's health and that, they're all dehydrated. Yeah, you can see that. They're all completely dehydrated, so they'll starve themselves for two, three days. They'll dehydrate like two, three kilos of water, so they're ripped, Sucking shredded, lemons. Veins, <laughs> are, veins are popping out. But they're being paid to do that. And then since that's over, they'll go and eat. But they'll have abs all year round, 100%. Which you can have abs all year round, but it needs to be a lifestyle. So you need to do cardio, you need I to train, you need gonna, to eat. I don't think I'm, I'm going for the abs lifestyle. Definitely not. Not, I just 50, think, not at 50 odd years old. No, you, I mean, I think... Yours shouldn't even be aesthetics. You should just get to a point where you're healthy. But aesthetically, to be happy with how you look, I think you need to lose a few stones. So just stick with it. And I think we need to up that if all you're doing is going on a fucking stroll around the lake once a day. Like we do need to up it. You could be up in the mornings doing, like if you did 30 minutes and all you did was squats, press-ups, lunges, some star jumps. That's it for 30 minutes. High intensity, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, 20 seconds on. 10... If you did that for 30 minutes in the mornings before work, that would make a massive difference as well. Fasted as well. So stop eating late. So don't eat after 8 o'clock at night, let's say, which is quite late anyway. Don't eat after 8 o'clock at night and then get up in the morning and do that fasted. Boom, that'll all help. Yeah. A walk around the lake fucking throwing sticks for the dogs is not, it's not cutting it. Throwing sticks, we throw balls now, mate. <laughs> balls for the dogs. That's worse because they go further than sticks, so it means you're walking even less. I've got, I've got the epitome of laziness. I've got one of those sticks ball, it throws ball, a ball. The ball flinger yeah. saves you actually throwing it yourself. Yeah. You end up pulling muscles in your arm if you start trying to throw the ball like 200 yards. Throwing balls hard work. Like, I that's know it is. When you see like baseball players, pitchers, and stuff, I know. Throwing a ball was hard, didn't it? Yeah, it I is threw hard. a ball not long ago. I was at an archer. I was like, "What really hurt?" I can imagine you cupping balls. Throwing them. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need, is there? There's no need. Yeah, I, for, like I don't know whether that's a sign of getting old or something, but throwing balls that hurts my shoulders. Me man. too. Yeah, that's my bicep actually. When I throw <clears throat> on a throw boy. Yes. I was skimming stones the other day at the river. We'd landed paragliding, uh, my friend Joe and I. And I, I was skimming stones. And I skimmed a stone. And I thought, oof, God, that didn't feel very good. My shoulder just skimmed the stones. It must be I'm not used to using. Yeah. Stone skimming. Stone skimming. Maybe that's a new exercise for the UFC fighters. <laughs> right, come on, get them down the lake. Get a few stone pebbles. Skimming. Right. We want you to get seven, seven skims out of that one. Then maybe that's what Usman's been doing lately. Maybe. Skimming some stones. Skimming some stones. <laughs> he was skimming stones the other night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won't fancy getting hit by him, would you? you don't, well, you don't want to get it like that by anyone. Cool. Did you see the spit come out of his mouth when he cracked him? Yeah. Oh, that's a naughty All one. the sweat off his head. And it's when his it's ear touched his shoulder. It, when, when, when people get knocked out and they land on the neck bent on their heads and stuff. 
That always looks super painful. Oh, it took. Not that you'd know that happened the other night with um, Rares. When yeah. He that elbow. Yeah, when he cut the elbow. Oh, when he landed on, on the bent neck. Oh, horrific. Landed like Weidman's leg. Oh, oh don't rubber legged it, didn't he? Stretch oh. Armstrong proper. I said really that was like so Rares' bad. neck was like. It's <laughs> oh, oh. what my neck used to feel like when we used to do them podcasts with that little mic. <laughs> <laughs> Snowball mic. <laughs> Snowball mic. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Just come on, though, with all this stuff. I like all this. It's good. It's like it's the sound quality is better, you know. So have you? Who have you had on lately? I uh, I can't. I think Matt Wilkes might have been my last one. I've had a gap, so my back went, didn't it? Oh yeah. I so I had to have an ambulance and stuff, and so my back went. So that fucked me for probably just over a week. I couldn't have sat. I couldn't sat in one position for like forty minutes. So that fucked me for about a week, and then after that, I got really ill. I had like a chest infection. Um. Everyone at work had it. They got, we, my brother's little boys went back to school, came back ill. We all got fucking chest infections, basically. So that was pretty bad for a while. I couldn't talk because every time I was talking, I was coughing. So I'd be okay for a bit. Now I'd just start coughing. I was like, I can't do a podcast like that. And then, so I've had to cancel three so far in the last couple of weeks. Not cancel, I've postponed them. So I'm going to try and squeeze them in. Um, and then after that happened, I, something else happened. I got, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, so, oh, my knee. I had a bursitis in my knee um, from training. I was like, fuck, it just didn't. But now, obviously, you came down, so we've got this one in. And I've got some good ones coming up. Who have you got planned to come? Have oh, you got anyone good planned? Not, not confirming that, no. Well, he's talking earlier about uh, about Kev. Oh, Kev Finch, yeah. Kev Finch, so. Uh, maybe I'll get be, Kev on. It'd be quite good to get Kev on. Yeah, maybe that would on. be funny. Yeah, it's, that YouTube channel's doing... Brilliant now, like angling and anxiety. But, you know, find me someone who puts more effort into something than Kev does. So I mean, like, he just, <laughs> he's on it all the time. Just everything he does is about now, is about that video channel, angling and anxiety, and getting that boat ready and better and being better at fishing. And, uh, mate, I remember he, we were messaging and he didn't even know how to tie a Ronnie rig. And I was like, what? I was like, he didn't know how to tie a Ronnie rig, mate. Just because I've been fishing long, so I sent him a video of me tying a Ronnie rig, and I sent him a YouTube tutorial. Like, mate, I got it now. And so I went through tying a Ronnie rig. Didn't even know that. And then look at him now. Got catching poor beagle sharks and catching poor beagle sharks. He's got, I've got a successful YouTube channel, which is good. It, like because he's so upfront and honest as well. It's good. Yeah, he's an honest fella. He's an honest fella. I mean, he puts the work in, which is how it is. Like this, I mean, I'm sure my podcast could be bigger, but you know. I squeeze it in when I can squeeze it in. I'd love to be able to just concentrate. Imagine not having a problem. Well, you could turn the other the other bomb room into a <laughs> the guest bedroom. Yeah, that yeah, that's going to be a podcast. The guest studio. bedroom. That's going to be my studio. So I'm going to have like a, instead of having a bed in there, I'm going to have a sofa bed. Well, you haven't got a bed in there. No, that's what I'm saying. But instead of having a bed in there, All right. I'm going to have a sofa bed so that the majority of the time, what are you going to do? The Art Deco wardrobe. That's going. I put it on Facebook. <laughs> nobody wanted it, so that'd be firewood, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going and then yeah I'm going to have a um, I want a big desk in there I, I'm not a massive fan of doing podcasts like this like sat on the sofa and stuff I like to be sat across a oh, desk with people the, the people's going to want this yeah. back tomorrow but I like to be sat on a desk and like it feels more firm or formal you're sat a proper right. studio imagine having a proper that's studio that's what I'm going to do it's going to be a proper studio but I, I like to be like you're sat more upright I feel like you I feel like you converse better when you're sat upright and you're ready to talk and you're more like you're an interview or something conversation goes better when you're sort of sat on a sofa and you're sat down 
You're just like chilling, aren't you? And yeah. you end up going off on these weird tangents, bantering well, about not, shit. Not we just have. Exactly. Yeah. We started but you're the worst for that. Of all the podcasts, you're the worst. But that's what these are about. Listen, <coughs> if if nobody listens to this, if people have turned off now, because after 10 minutes, ago. yeah, if after 10 minutes they turn off, I don't care. That's not my... I do these podcasts because I You would be very them. good. If you got famous, you'd be shit with your fans. You'd be like, oh, I don't care about them. No, I, but... <laughs> All, so I care about this. I talk to people who are, I like to talk to or people who are interesting. So people have messaged me like, I think you'd be really good to speak to this person. So I'll message them out the blue. They'll say yeah and we'll just have a chat. I don't know them or whatever, but I find them interesting. If I don't think you're going to be interested, I won't even message you. You're a mate, so I know we're just going to chat bollocks and some people are not even going to listen to this, but we've got lots of mutual friends. So those people might. But even if you don't, that's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to sit down with someone, record a podcast, and put it out. My responsibility ends there. That is it. I don't have a responsibility to say stuff that people are going to find educational. I don't have a responsibility to be informed. Most of what I say is going to be bollocks, and if you fact-check me, you're going to say, well, I ain't got a clue what it's on about. <laughs> of course. I've been punched in my head for 18 years. What am I... I mean, if you're listening to me for knowledge, you're listening to the wrong person. I make these because I really enjoy it. I love talking to people who are way more intelligent than me. You're not one of them. I love speaking to people who are way more intelligent than me, can teach me stuff, or I've lived a really adventurous life. I put that out. If you choose to listen to it, I'm really grateful. And if you choose to share it, I can't... What more can I ask for? Share them far and wide. And if you enjoy them, I'm absolutely over the moon. That That's my responsibility is to do, to do that side of thing. Hopefully people enjoy it. And hopefully people aren't like, well, he shut the fuck up and let the other guy speak. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> Sorry, man. I, just, <laughs> so, yeah, I got overwhelmed. You kept fucking talking over me. <laughs> 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 oh, but yeah, that's, where, that's, that's it for me. That's what these are for me. Well, there you go then. So that was our podcast for today. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got nothing to talk about, you're the guy who's meant to be the guest. You're the guy who's meant to talk. No, you said to me, we come down, we'll do a podcast tonight. We didn't even know, what, well, like I say, we didn't never know what we're going to talk about. That's the great thing about it, because I might finish this podcast with you and I might think, that well, we didn't do the podcast last night, did we? We didn't no. do it. But I might do this podcast with you afterwards and I might think, that is shit. We just chat bollocks. Fuck that, I'm not putting it out. Well, you put it out anyway. It's going out. Cool, then people are going to think I'm massively fucking fat now. No, they're not. Listeners. Why have you got this complex about, if you're, see, that's the point. That's why you need to lose weight. Because you're worried about being massively fat. I can't keep going over this with you. That's why you need to lose weight. You hide behind this guise of, oh, now people are going to think I'm going to, no, no, no. You're going to think you're massively fat. And you're going to worry that people are going to think that. <laughs> if people want to see how fat you are, they can fucking look at the video on YouTube, can't they? And they can see how fat you are. It's that simple. Like, <laughs> Good. Yeah, you're gonna collapse if you keep breathing fucking in like no, that. I need to fucking end the podcast. I'm so hungry. <laughs> no, you need I'm to like pies. You need to fuck it like. Yeah, let's get off the fat that you're fat. Look, I'm not fat. Stop calling me fat. You keep calling me fat. <laughs> so let, let's just get off that now. We've dealt with it. You're not doing enough to sort it out. Sort it out. Boom. We've dealt with that. Got this complex about you. And you hide behind the guys of everybody. No, you're calling me fat. No, no, you're hiding. worried about it. Yeah, you are. Hiding. Yeah, you are. Because you keep making a joke as if it's someone else. Oh, these people are all going to think I'm fat. No, you're going to think you're fat and you're worried what people are going to say about that. <laughs> That's the truth of it. <laughs> so let me said, oh, people are going to think I've got cauliflower ears. 
<laughs> no, I've got cauliflower ears. People are going to see them. I ain't got a complex about it. Oh, I'm not digging you out here, but just before we go, tell me about this hair tattoo. Oh, uh, I haven't shaved my head, so it doesn't look very good. Because um, I looked at it the other day, and like, do you remember when you had that fucking ridiculous, like, top knot, fucking Tom Poe thing going I don't remember when I had a ridiculous one. No, I you had a Tom Poe thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite no, but, but what happened with the tape? What happened? Um, my friend... Was it not painful on that? Yeah, it's, it's not... Fucking it's tattoo, not nice. It's, it's, not, it's not like a tattoo, though, because it's just dots. So it's like, meep, meep. There's no dragging it through your skin. There's no dragging it through your skin. It's just... Beep, beep, beep. And uh, so my mate, message, <laughs> my mate, I was having my hair cut by my mate Morris, Morris the Barbers in Salford. Um, I've been there with you, I think. Yeah, you have, yeah. yeah. So he was cutting my hair and he's like, oh, listen, the girl who did my head tattoo, Emma, she really wants um, someone who she can do the head tattoo, but she wants to promote it. So someone who's got a following and stuff. And he said, I think you'd be wicked for it. I was like, yeah, I'd have it done. Like, no problem. So he messaged her. So she constantly said, oh, it'd be amazing to have you like, Don't knock do it. Freebie. So she, uh, yeah, she messaged me and said, like, would you do it? So I was like, yeah. I went and met her. And she's like, she's fucking awesome. She's just, as a person, she's awesome. She's cool, laid back, funny, but smart, witty, driven like everything I like in a person she could look in but everything I like in a person so she's you trying uh, to like if you're watching this she'll listen no Emma listen 100% oh, yeah 100% you're hot in her um, no she's got, she got she's married with two kids oh, um, I think she might not be married but she's got two kids no but she's She's everything I would want to spend time with in a person. Do you know what I mean? So we we Bit got like on me. immediately. Exactly <laughs> like you, yeah. So we got on immediately. And uh, so we chatted and what she wanted to do was exactly what I thought. And then, so I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if, even if it looks shit, I'm not like, who cares? I'll wear it. It's not like you're getting like so, teardrops down and tattooed on your face. No, exactly. So <laughs> I went, we met, she said what she wanted to do. So then she... Bought a film crew and we filmed me you first of all. Crew, yeah, because she wants to make a video of it. So she okay, filmed yeah. me first of all, teaching and training and then speaking to camera. Then I had my sessions. It's just some little bits of filming then. And we've got to go back and do like the follow up filming now for how it looks. When my head shaved, it looks really good. It just looks like I've got hair all the time. It starts to look a bit shit now because obviously my hair is thicker on the sides than it is on top, but it still oh, looks good. You can't really see, but it still looks good. But when it's shaved, it looks really good. So yeah, so she did that, and I went and had it done, and I couldn't, I couldn't recommend anybody else higher. And you know me, I'd just go quiet about it. If, if I wouldn't berate her if she wasn't that good, because I don't think that's fair. She helped me out. Well, she helped me out. I didn't want it done, but she like she came to me, and I would think, well, I want to help your business. But she is genuinely fucking brilliant. Really cares about it. Takes her time. Plans, draws all the hairline on, lines it up. Is not worried about wiping it all off and starting again if she's not completely happy. Really professional. But she's awesome to spend fucking 12 hours getting your head tattooed with, you know? That, that's in three different sessions. So, yeah, it was really cool. And it looks it looks good. It look, I mean, it's, I'm not going to ever get a hair transplant. You're never going to be like Bon Jovi, that's for sure. That is for sure. That is for sure. We've gone bald since I was 20 years old. I was never going to be Bon Jovi. Which, to be fair, was never in my life goals, to be fair. Being Bon Jovi. But, yeah, so... Wicked, I couldn't, I couldn't recommend it highly enough, really. Cool. Look, I got mates who had hair transplants. It's not for me that. You can't do jujitsu with fake hair plugs in and stuff, can you? It's not going to... not really imagine them, someone... It's not going to rubbing your, your head, head, rubbing on the mat all oh, the time. Nah. and grind. 
it's not going to take very well, is it? Very and also, my beard pisses me off. Having to do my beard all the time after training, and you know, you finish training, your beard's all covered in sweat and horrible, and you got to wait to drive home to have a shower, and that pisses me off. Before doing off my hair again, I'm never. Hell, I don't think I'll ever have a naked face. I don't think I'll ever. Because I've got face. so many fucking pictures of you yeah. with a naked face. I don't think I'd have a naked face again. I actually was looking at one uh, yesterday. I was gonna actually. I might put it on my Instagram story. Brilliant. I'll put it so just my uh, Instagram if you look at my Instagram page it's musketmad68 I'll put a few stories on there so there'll probably be a naked face where's one on there later Brilliant. just so you can have a look at what he did actually look like what, before he had before he started hiding behind a beard turns out people have already looked through my social media where there's loads of me well, I, I bet I've got more pictures of me of a naked face than you have <laughs> it's not like I hid for the first fucking 30 years of my life or anything do you remember the Gollum pictures yeah <laughs> me and Paul Reed fucking did you see that one on the Cage Warriors forum somebody made a picture of Paul Reed as Frodo <laughs> and me as Gollum sat around a fire that was brilliant fucking brilliant yeah but yeah it's not like I hid for 30 years but it's just years weird I, just... I don't remember you really you know, obviously do you know what I mean We've, it's yeah I had a soul patch when I fought Mark Smith. A little soul patch on the end of my chin. I had a little strip just here. Soul patch. Soul patch, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, every week do I you remember when I had this that awful grey beard? Do you remember when I had that awful massive, I tried to buy it, I grew that massive grey beard a lot of fucking Bible Christmas. Yeah, well, you haven't really got a terrible. proper beard. Your beard's the best it's been, I think, now, but it was never full it before. Never, it was like, yeah, it never sort of, you got to let it go. Never, it was never like that one. You've got to let it go, just let it go, let it go, let it well, go. Well, I did, but I didn't want to go You've through that stage. Go. I went through that stage of it just looked fucking terrible. Yeah, but you get past like, that. You've got like so much hair. And it is uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. It's uncomfortable now sometimes. And you, when and I'm sleeping and stuff, yeah. if I lay on my front, it all like goes up here. And every week I feel about cutting it probably two, three inches off me. When I looked yeah. at it, because it was, it was white, like fucking yeah, Gandalf yeah. the Grey. Yeah. At least yours is a dark, do you know what I mean? It's for now, it's got a few greys, yeah, I wouldn't it? diet. There's no way I'd diet. It's got a few greys in it, but yeah, like it's, it's, you know, it's like it's brown, isn't it? It's darker. You know, when it's when you've got a white beard, you just look like a fucking three hundred year old. Yeah, look, look like saying that Game of Thrones. I don't know. I kind I of like Game of Thrones. Gary said to me, "Fuck, take the piss." He said, this, "You look like that Radagast." I've never he seen said, Game of Thrones. Oh, no, neither have I. That's no, why I've got no interest. But I did look it up. Yeah. Well, I've seen that. <laughs> I have seen the bits where Amelia Clark's naked. Yeah. I've not <laughs> seen a lot of that. And the woman who plays Sorcies. I've seen. Sorcies. That's her name, Sorcies, I think. Yeah. Is it? I think that's her name. I yeah. don't know because I'm um, not a Game of Thrones person. I've never seen it in my life. I've seen no, the naked me. bits. That's it. I remember like, Sean Beams in it. Let me it see. Once. No, it was it for a long time, I think. I don't think he was had he? a cameo. I don't think he just came on. Um, yeah, I think her name's Sorcies. I don't even know how to spell that. Um, Sorcies. Is she the one who's got the dragon? Uh, I've. The blonde one. No, I think uh, that's Amelia Clark. Yeah. Is that maybe that's Saucy's? I don't know. I don't no, know she's called something else. I can't remember. Denares. Denares, yeah. So Denares. Um, Denares is Amelia Clark. Yeah. Uh, Game is she of naked in it then? All the time. Well, I've never seen that. Maybe. I've and there's that that girl from, from Bristol. Um, yeah, with the she, Bristol's. No, say? the girl from <laughs> Bristol. She gets shagged by that guy who uh, maybe it's Jason Momoa who oh, shags yeah, her yeah. and uh, she she's naked in it um, that's this is the one here I'm maybe thinking. I've been missing out Car- Carisi Carisi not Sorcies what's Sorcies from? Carisi or Cerisi or Carisi her name is uh, this woman <laughs> I can't think of her actual name Carisi that's 
that woman there, that's obviously Amelia Clark. Yeah. Um, is it Amelia Clark's that name? That's her name, right? I don't know. I don't know either now. Maybe her name's not even Amelia Clark. <laughs> I think that's her name. Let me have a look. We ain't got a fucking Is Amelia Clark? No. <laughs> Two people who have never seen Game of Thrones talking about Game of Thrones. Um, right, cast. Let me just make sure I got the <coughs> names figured out here. Yeah, Amelia Clark. I was right. Daenerys. Um, the other, Maisie Williams. She's from Bristol. Okay. So she gets naked at one point. Lena Headey is Carisi, basically. I thought you'd never watched it. I got IMDb up. So I've never, never watched it. You've never watched it, but you know they get naked in it. That's the bits that you see. Like someone shares fucking Amelia Clark as Daenerys, a, a video clip. Of course, she's smoking hot and she gets naked. Or the headline comes up, Maisie Williams naked in Game of Thrones because she's never naked in anything else. Of course I look at it. Well, you, haven't, you wouldn't look at it? You're not wanting me now. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting want to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, right, let me see. So, uh... I'll have to put... What, what can we find? Um, just put Naked Game of Thrones? Yeah. All right. And see what comes Let's up. Um, this, is a bit, this is the most misogynistic co- podcast <laughs> I've ever been involved in. Um, here we go. What's this here? Like a clip of... Oh, on Natal- YouTube, is it? Natal- uh, Natalia Manuel as well. N- Natalia Manuel. Mate, she's lush. She's, she gets naked in it. They're all naked in it all the time. Come up on YouTube, That's Daenerys. Amelia Clark. Bloody hell. <laughs> There's full-on nakedness when she walks out of, like, a background of fire. Yeah, there's full-on nakedness in it. Um, uh, that's Natalie Emmanuel. Just it's all the time. It was constant naked. But I think that's what people liked, nakedness and violence. Um, <laughs> What's not to like? <laughs> What's not to like? <laughs> Sounds like the ideal second date for me. <laughs> uh Maisie oh, Williams. Dating. dating. What, so, you've been dating? So, no, no. So this, this, That's Maisie before Williams. We, before we... Had, you know. Yeah, it's in constant nakedness, which is why it works. Nakedness, dragons, and killing people with swords. I think that's the Killing idea. people with swords. That's basically Game of Thrones. That's the synopsis. So, so the whole... Uh, <clears throat> before we end the podcast, so what's been going on with your... Uh, like that, sort, that side of things? The old dating? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Too busy. Like, I'm too busy. I, I, I'm i single by choice. If I met the right person, I would, of course, not be single. I'm not against having a relationship. And this is why, this is where it goes a bit tits up for me, because I'm, cause I'm obviously so fucking honest. I speak to girls. And uh, they're like, oh, what are you looking for? I'm like, nothing. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm not looking for anything. If we see each other, we go on a date and we have a nice time and we never see each other again, I'm over the moon that I got to meet you and we had a nice date. If we see each other, we get on really well, we sleep together and it fizzles out and it never goes anywhere, I'm over the moon with that. I'm absolutely brilliant. That's fine for me. (coughs) If we see each other, we really like each other and we spend the next 15 years of our lives together happy, I'm over the moon with that. That's brilliant. I'm not looking for any three of those. I'm happy to just be on my own and go paragliding and go to work and do podcasts I don't have time to actively seek a relationship and I certainly don't want to seek something out and then end up with the wrong thing because I just wanted to be in a relationship. So for me, I'm like, I'm I'm ha- really happy with where my life is. And people are like, yeah, but you'll meet someone and they'll make it better and they'll add to that. Okay, I'm, I'm well, that might happen. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. That might happen. I'm just not, I'm not looking for that, you know? Yeah. What about you? <laughs> 
Are you for real? Uh, Are you know. for real? What did you think? I wasn't going to say that. Oh, Obviously, uh, uh, we're probably better off not talking about yours. We don't know oh, listen, no. well, Do you might get yourself in trouble. <laughs> There's no names. <laughs> the people in there. <laughs> totally the fictitious. No name. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. I've been on. I've, I've got me little place, didn't I? In Snodland. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've quite enjoyed sort of finding myself a bit more now. Spend a lot more time out walking and just doing things I want to do. Just do whatever I want with whomever I want, whenever I want. This is <coughs> so recently. I've had um, two people close to me who have had relationship. One you know really well, and I'll tell you her name off. Thing, but you probably figure out who it is already. Yeah. Um, so, two people who have spoke to me um, about their relationships and. They go from one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship, and there's a gap of like two weeks or whatever in between. Oh, fuck that. And I'm like, you, like, you need to be alone. You need to be so comfortable with being alone and happy with who you are that you don't care if you meet someone, because otherwise you're never truly taking you into a relationship, because. You're you're bouncing from the relationship that's just failed into the new relationship, carrying all the baggage of the previous relationship and the pretense of who you were trying to be to keep that relationship going. At no point are you being you 100% and taking you into the next relationship. If you can't love you and uh, enjoy who you are enough, yourself, nobody else is going to because you're never going to be yourself with that person who you meet. You have to be so comfortable and happy with who you are that when you meet someone, you're the full representation of who you are. Then they can love that person and you end up then both loving the person who you are instead of somebody's loving the person who you who you wanted to be and you pretended to be. But of course, it's pretense, so you can't keep that up. So you end up resenting the person that that person's fallen in love with. You need to just be so happy on your own. Every, I think everyone should have a, a year in their life where they're on their own. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like People do meet people and stay together forever. And it works. And I'm really cynical because lots of my friends... I'm from, a, obviously, a divorced parent background. Lots of my friends have been together from a young age, got divorced. Now they've moved on or had kids together and they've separated. And lots of relationships haven't worked out. And I think... Anytime you can have a year on your own, whether it's going traveling or just being in your own environment, being at home on your own, coming to my flat on my own every night. I love it. I love the silence. I love the loneliness. I'm never lonely, but I love that there's no one here. Like, I love it. I absolutely, sometimes I'm coming home from paragliding or something on the train and I think, I can't wait to get in. I can't wait to get out and decorating. (laughs) (laughs) Just get home and do nothing. But I just, and I think too many people are so worried. Oh, I just get bored being on my own. And I'm like, that to me... I'm not actually bored. I think you should be more... I'm not saying you're thing about you. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're bored. But um, so many people, I think, I would rather admit I have a drug addiction or rather admit that I have, um, I don't know, some sort of weird fucking sexual addiction than I would admit I get bored and lonely on my own. If I was to admit I get bored and lonely being on my own, I would see that as such a bad character trait. So I think 
everybody who gets that and feels like that get find some time to get comfortable and we're not we're we're obviously we're excluding people who have depression problems and stuff and people who have anxiety issues and really do suffer being on earth they're excluded i get that um but we can't conflate issues and just make it about that oh well you said that no i didn't so they're excluded from this when you can be happy being on your own and confident being on your own you can wholeheartedly be yourself so I feel like if I meet someone now, I will be myself wholeheartedly. And that might be, no one might not want this. No one might not want that package. I get that. It, I, I will have to make changes and adapt to little ways. But I'll meet someone who I wholeheartedly like the package they present. And then you change and you become part of something together. Yeah. But you can't do that unless you're you in originally, right? Because otherwise it's built on pretense. And I think these people who are bouncing from one to the next to the next, you don't love yourself enough for somebody else to love you. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, this is obviously coming from a guy who's been hit in the face for years and been single. So <laughs> take it with as much of a pinch of salt. Yeah, take it as much of a pinch of salt as you want to. Years, but, years. Though. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's a funny thing because when I first moved into the flat, yeah, I got the flat and uh, where I it's a sordid little grief hole where I live. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> when I when I yeah, I got the flat. It's nice. I've done it out with all my own stuff. I've got all my taxidermy and all my artwork, and I, I love it. I love it because like it's, it's everything that I like is around me. When I first went into it, I bought this TV, yeah? I don't know if I told you this before, so I bought this television and I ordered the BT package. Make sure that's part of your face. Yeah, and I ordered the BT package, yeah? So I thought, oh, the whole package. Yeah, yeah. So I ordered the BT package. It had the nice big 50-inch TV screen and all that. And uh, I thought, I thought, yeah, this is going to be great. And they said, well, we can't come and bit it for another three weeks. And I was like, fuck! What am I, I going to do? So I started... Uh, Getting my phone and I've got one of those uh, portable sort of speakers, you know, the Bluetooth yeah. things. So I started listening to a lot of music and I put smooth radio on all that. So I'd come in from work and uh, I'd put smooth radio on and I'd cook my dinner, I'd do my stuff and all that. And it was really, really relaxing. And when they come round to put my BT on, I said, oh, be nice to have a bit of television. He went, well, what do you mean? I said, well, to we have a bit of something I can actually watch on telly now? And uh, he said, we well, got telly. Yeah. I had fucking Freeview, didn't I? Of course you did. So for three weeks, I fucking listened to music, right? Didn't put the fucking telly on once. Didn't watch the telly. Fuck <laughs> so I was like, hell. fuck, I missed out. But think about it now. I, I listen to the radio a lot more than I watch the telly because I got used to that and got used to liking it. And so I don't really yeah. rely on the telly as much. I'm happy with... I mean, I'm happy with not watching a lot of telly. I watch, I watch telly every day and I watch certain things. I watch mainly reality-based stuff, like, you know... Like I Great thought you British spent Bake most Off. of your time with your computer downloading YouTube songs, like... Oh, mate, do that. Four Rabbit hours of, you told me yesterday. Rabbit four hours, hours mate, of your yeah, night yeah. can just Lose disappear. my life, mate. Get Lady Gaga. There's not a single performance <laughs> Lady Gaga's ever done that I've not seen because A Star Is Born fucked me up. So I was just like... You're sitting there in, front, in the shallows in front of the... Mate, uh, of Chris, the I'm going to tell you, mate, I lost the plot with Lady Gaga. <laughs> Fell in love. I've seen every interview she's done, every documentary. I've lost the plot with her, mate, honestly. And then, but I go down a rabbit hole. So I'll put on, like, uh, the... Um, oh, the flute aria from Queen of the Night, which is that. That one? Yeah. So I'll put that on. I've seen every performance by anyone ever of that song. It's A, it's one of my favourite fucking pieces of music ever. You've got a little bit of ADH going on there when you. Yeah. Well, 
Maybe I still, you've got a little bit of that when you get into something. Not OCD, a bit, yeah, a bit compulsive. I go, I'm lost, mate. Look, like my book. So I started my book over lockdown. Book's written, completely written. There's about 80,000 words. It's written, I've started editing. But now that I'm back at work, I struggle to sit down and do the editing because I come in from work, get showered, whatever, train a bit. Then it's like half past seven, eight o'clock at night. I sit down, I get like 40 minutes done. My food's ready, eat my food. Next, you know, it's quarter past eight. I need, I can do lockdown just to get my book finished. But because if I'm, you know me, if I'm in something, I'm all in something. Nice paragliding season again. Of course, every day <coughs> about checking weather and seeing when the next flying day is. <laughs> but you can look at your window there. You can see from the east. Exactly. We're not there for the west. To the west. Yeah, so you, you yeah, got that one looks north. Got it all going on there. It's all covered. If you can see through the bonfire smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just, uh, yeah, I, I I do stuff. I like to do stuff. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes I like to do fuck all. I like to just sit down, put the TV on, and do I thought you usually you know? usually left that till you stepped in the cage. <laughs> Had to get that one in. I don't know why. People don't listen to this to hear shit banter. <laughs> they really don't. Um, yeah, but I like to do. I like to do stuff. And that's why I don't. When people say they're bored, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. No, they're probably saying they're bored. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just don't misinterpret I don't it. get it. Just like, how are you bored? Like, what? Do you know I mean? We live in a world where you've never had more stuff to do. Apart from lockdown. What are you bored? Even, <laughs> even, even so. In, in lockdown, I just used to go out. I, I but being in lockdown, imagine being locked down in the nineties. Four TV channels or something. I mean, you've had like the box or something, but like forty. Like imagine that. Now we live in a world where Amazon was still delivering. You could have a book delivered every fucking day. TV was still you have on. To be able to read. Yeah, TV <laughs> was still on. Like I didn't get how people were bored. Mm, true. I mean, just like you could paint some newts. Yeah, <laughs> that was your one exploration into painting. It was quite good. In fairness, I've painted two Great Crested Newts. Well, can I just say, they're actually called Great Crested Newts. He didn't paint two Crested Newts and he thought they were great. He's like, I painted two Great <laughs> Crested Newts. No, they're actually called Great Crested Newts. Um, yeah, I mean, you appreciating your own art is one thing, I guess. <laughs> I it was all right. All right for your first painting, I guess, yeah. I, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, it was your yeah. first painting and it came out right. They looked like newts. <laughs> I'm not an artist. I love art programs. I'm fucked. Well, you love Bob Ross, I bet, don't you? I, I used to love Bob Ross. Now I love a portrait artist of the year and landscape artist of the year. Oh, how about so that? many seasons, mate. How about that woman with the sand? The oh, Britain's Got Talent woman. Mate. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I can't believe you hadn't seen her. No, I hadn't. Amazing. Yeah. It's music. I did like that. Yeah. Amazing. But yeah, that portrait artist of the year, landscape artist of the year. Um, Maybe I'll put an episode on after this and you can watch one when you get home or whatever. But you got BT, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's on Sky Art. I see myself as a bit of a constable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think most people do. I tell you what I watched, actually, and I watched hours and hours of it a day, mate, was the George Floyd trial. Oh, yeah, I remember Mate, I was that. watching hours. Like, obsessed with it, Five it? hours a day, maybe? I'd come in from work, I'd put it straight on. And sometimes it would be like live. If it's live, I'd watch it all. The recap stuff. I, I bet you thought you was like in the courtroom watching it. LA you? Law. Um, <laughs> no, I just... You just watch it and just because... Obviously, everyone's heard the the uh, media narrative. Everyone's heard the, the what's in the press and read people's statuses on Facebook and stuff. Of course, everyone's done that. But... 
you get to hear so much more on, uh, on when you when you watch it, like witness accounts of stuff and like the fact that witnesses like there was one woman she was a she was a, an emergency responder for the fire brigade she's there she went and listen he's he's dying if you let me see him i can treat him i'm an emergency responder please like, get back she's like i'm an, an emergency responder for the for the fire brigade if you can help me if you can just <coughs> let me see him i'll just check him over and make sure he's okay get back the one of the other officers that Derek chauvin had been kneeling on him for like let's say five minutes and one of the officers like that we haven't got a pulse we've lost a pulse and that Derek Chauvin goes "Uh uh-huh and then they're like 20 seconds later yeah there's no pulse I think maybe we should move him and he's like no he can see where he is and he's been told there's no pulse and he still kneels on his neck just the 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 first responder emergency guy who came there the ambulance guy had to push Derek Chauvin off of him to get to him so people's like oh they were always going to fuck him like are you are you fucking insane like Watch the fucking thing. It's so much extra bits, mate. Like, all the people who train the police, like, oh, yeah. Is this a recognised form of restraint? No. So, do, are you at any point taught to kneel on someone's neck? No, never. Like, how long have you been training people to, like, restrain? 27 years. Did you train Dr. Uh, Chauvin? Yes, I trained him. He was in one of my classes. And you never... No, it's not a legitimate restraint technique. You can kneel on people's backs sometimes, but that wouldn't be legitimate because he's already uh, in a prone position, handcuffed, and he's got two other officers on him. People are like, uh, all the rules are going to fuck him. Like, watch the... It was... Um, mate, honestly, it was unbelievable. Toxicology reports, just brilliant. Yeah. So that really cap- that captivated me. I was on that every day. But that was brilliant. But I like stuff like that, you know? So if you don't want to be bored, people, watch a murder trial. Yeah, definitely. There's loads of them on there, court TV. But not a lot of people can get Judge it. Judge Judy? No. <laughs> Judge Rinder. Judge Rinder. <laughs> it always reminds me of the bloke out of Erasure. Yeah, me too. It's exactly what I think of when I, think, when I, see, when I see him. What, what, have you, what are you watching? What are you, what's your guilty pleasures on TV? Uh, I did watch Ozark. Yeah, I told you to watch really, Ozark. I really, really liked Ozark. How good are those Ozark? Uh... I'm going to be quiet. Queen's Stri- Gambit? No, I want to watch Queen's Gambit. Oh, it's fucking I started brilliant. watching, funny enough, I started watching Breaking Bad. I got about five episodes in. Uh, and I didn't like it. I turned I it off after, after Series 2. I watched <coughs> the whole of Series 2 and turned it off. Uh, I stopped watching it. People were like, no, it gets better. I'm like, no, don't. I bet I can tell you exactly what happens in the end. And I'm like, I'll tell you what happens in the end. Definitely. They're like, no, no, it's the twists and turns. I'm like, look. He's going to fucking die. He's terminal. He's going to die. He's going to have loads of money. He's going to to, at some point tell his wife what he's been doing. She's going to have to deal with the financial situation here. And Jesse's going to have to figure out how to go on his own. They're like, that's pretty much it. I was like, of course it is. There was nowhere left for it to go. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, but the bits in between, the political bit. I'm like, I've got no interest. Two series was enough for me. I didn't. I I, I couldn't be fucking bothered to watch it. I, I watched that. I watched... I watched Cobra Kai, which I really liked. Yeah, I never, I've not watched it. I suppose yeah, you don't. Know, it's Karate Kid out. When yeah, you was a oh kid. fucking hell! I was massively into Karate Kid. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but it's just, I just thought it was good the way they they swapped roles and like uh, Daniel became the villain type, yeah. didn't he? And, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Like, I, I watched it's, it. It's actually. Well, well, I know. I know that. I get I weird like when when everybody watches something, I end up not. That's why I'm watching Game of Thrones or yeah. Peaky Blinders because everyone's going yeah, on about I it. Yeah, I did think about watching Peaky Blinders. It's Mask Cup of Tea, really. But I watch the odd film, but I've got a big. I do watch a bit of going back to the Premier League. I do watch a lot of football. Yeah, <laughs> but then again, I played for a long time, and it's a massive part of my life. So I do watch a lot of football, and I'm well into it. Obviously, we're doing really well at the moment, and yeah, uh, yeah 
Some I'd point. rather you watch something like football than something like fucking Coronation Shooter Senders, though. Oh, I couldn't fucking watch that shit. Oh, fuck that. But people do. People, I mean, people fucking get addicted to watching EastEnders, don't they? Yeah. Like it's real life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, you know, each to their own. Watch what you watch. You used to you watch it. When it first came like out. Like, like Friends is one of my favourite <coughs> shows. And I still watch Friends now over and over. Yeah, only Fools and Horses. It's only because I never, over 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 I never really watched but, Friends. Uh, I've watched a few episodes of like, it's, it's slightly funnier in there, but like. What? Slightly Don't come funny. on here fucking breeding Friends, mate. That won't be tolerated. Friends is the greatest programme ever made. Um, but So I love Friends. You do, but you used to do your, your uh, Corona quiz. yeah. There was loads, loads of people and loved Friends, yeah. didn't they? People friends is amazing. But I would rather you watch something like Premier League, look, watch football, than watch EastEnders. Because at least it's real life. Like, it's people being passionate about what they're doing. Or they should fucking be passionate about what they're doing. And they're making a career out of a sport. I like it. I can, I can get on board with that. Even if I You know, if it's fucking snooker. I love the snooker. Mainly only when Ronnie's playing. But I love it because it's athletes or sportsmen competing. You see, when Ronnie O'Sullivan, you really, you really like Ronnie O'Sullivan. To me, when I think about snooker players, it was always like uh, Stephen Hendry and Steve Davis. Yeah, I, I, which uh, I used to watch a lot of Stephen Hendry. But you, who was the, who was the Japanese? No, he wasn't Japanese. But he was a, I don't know, he was like a Korean. I don't know, I can't remember his name. I know, I know you mean, but I can't think of his name. He was, a, he was a snooker player, wasn't he? Yeah, I can't think of his name. Because when I was a kid, he used to, he used to be like Ray Reardon, yeah, Dennis yeah. Taylor, Big Bill Werbenuck. Yeah, he was yeah, a, you know what I mean? old and all the darts. They was all fucking fat though. All used to drink like nowadays. They're like athletes on, on fucking TV, like yeah. down in the pot. And the darts players, do you remember them? Yeah, yeah. Leighton Reese and Bobby John George. Lowe and all that fucking big fat guys. Like they they throw darts and the then make a whole point. What's the Viking's name? Oh, he used to live near me in Dartford. Oh, what's his fucking name? That's he had a, a pub in Dartford. Pump. Andy yeah. something. Um, Andy. Oh, sh- short. Uh, oh, Andy. He was fucking massive, wasn't he? Big, big, well, he lived up the road from me. He lived in Dartford. He had a Fordham. pub there. Andy Fordham. Andy Fordham. He had a, but they was all it was all beer culture, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember? They'd be like, they'd have to, they'd have the Larry shirts and that, but they're like, but they'd like, I say, you know, throw three darts and then like neck a whole pint. Yeah. And it was the same as Snoop. Like Bill Werber, he'd be like, hey, play a few shots and then they go back, look, look, look. And it'd, it'd be like, and they'd be smoking the fag. Yeah. At the crucible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking hell, it changed. Uh, but, but it's good that it's Do you remember rugby players? Thing. Fucking Bill was Bill Beaumont. Do you remember? Big fat egg on legs. <laughs> fucking sprinting. <laughs> like and and like it was that's what it's like. Fucking look at rugby players yeah. now, like bodybuilders. Yeah, mate, athletes. They're athletes, yeah, exactly. Which is better for the game. Like the the reason I love Ronnie so much is that we're watching the greatest of ever of all time. That's what we're watching now. It's not Current very often comedians. you get to see that. Like He's the greatest of all time to do this, okay? So, you're not... There's not many sports well, you're going to get I to witness snooker when I was about, about 20 years ago, probably, I stopped watching snooker when Stephen Hendry... It was... Stephen Silvino Andrew, Francesco. Stephen Hendry started playing again. No. Yeah, Silvino yeah. Francesco, he was another one. You probably never heard of these blokes, but, like, it was... I stopped watching them. Ronnie O'Sullivan was just coming just through coming then. In, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you hear about him all the time, and I say, he must be pretty good. <laughs> fucking I dare you it's the greatest super player of all time mate it's just it's unbelievable like you get he, like you get people who are around the same sort of age as him like uh, John Higgins is playing as well and John Higgins does alright he beat Ronnie not long ago in the final Um, he's doing alright but then you see fucking Ronnie I know me either Marco Fu no 
There's another geezer. He's off. He's driving me mad thinking about I it. I think it would have probably been Phil around that age. No, it won't. That it, era? Was, it, was, it was someone else. Oh. He was but yeah, it's... Uh, um, and that's what I like about the, the snooker is Ronnie. He's so I can't watch people like Mark Selby and even Judd, Judd from Bristol, Judd Trump. I can't watch him. I can't. I can't watch snooker anymore. I don't know why. I used to really like it. I know he's quite used to like darts, but it's just I just get a little bit bored of it now and cricket yeah. as well. But and but it's like Formula One. I bang into the Formula One again this year because I was that TV you, I, show. I was into it, mate. Watch that was, show that I told you to watch. Formula One Drive to Survive on Netflix. It's like a, there's three Have series now. Have you seen now. the one with a, the one with ja- the one about James Hunt and Nicky Lauder? Yeah, it's good. Uh, Rush, yeah. that's good, man. But make that series on a, it's a documentary, and they follow teams all through the pits, like an all access. That is the probably probably the best made documentary I've ever seen. It's not it's not the best documentary I've ever seen. It's the best made documentary I've ever seen. It is brilliant. Follow the drivers around, follow the team around, find out what's going into here. Little clips of each. Watch it, I, mate. After two episodes, if you're not ah, this is fucking good. This mate, I love it. It's fucking brilliant. And uh, so I'm banging to Formula One again this year. I'm watching that religiously. Yeah, I think the last time I used to watch Formula One was when uh, Damon Hill, Nigel Mansell, Jack Villeneuve, you know, all those. That's a long that's, time ago. That's yeah, it was a long time ago. But that's I, when I really stopped, stopped watching it, and I stopped watching snooker, I stopped watching darts. But they're all. Come back again now, vengeance, you know. Yeah. Well, now, that. like sports like that now are, are massive, aren't they? But this is the thing, like, with lockdown, did as well. Like, fishing, mate, now, unbelievable. Like, I fish on a couple of syndicates, and that's not so bad because you're limited to numbers. Then I fish on these other lakes, and they're day ticket as well. Well, you'd go there on a Friday, and you'd do Friday to Sunday. There'd maybe be eight other people on the lake. Now you turn up there, you've got to book weeks in advance because there's 35 yeah. angles. Do you know what, week. though? I, I, I do like fishing. I prefer sea fishing, you know, the sort of thing Kev's doing at the moment, sharks. I, I love that sort of thing. But carp fishing, I just don't think I could. Like, I, I see blokes on the lakes where I live, they're some really super lakes there. I mean, yeah. they're big, famous lakes. And and I was talking to a bloke, actually, I was walking dog yesterday morning and I chat, said, You got anything? You know, had any bites? He went, No. Nah. He said, You've been fishing that lake for three years. Fucking blanked. He yeah, said he said only ever caught a tench. I love that though. Yeah, I love a that. Fucking tench in three years. I love that. That's amazing. Spending like fucking five grand on fishing gear, right? And sitting there for hours and hours. Yeah, but it's freezing not freezing cold. Yeah, but it's not. No, but you won't be freezing cold. And you got like, I mean, I take my iPad with me, so I work. It's not. It's not even an iPad. It's a fucking Galaxy Tab. But oh. I'm, I'm like, I do invoices in there, but I write my book there. I watch films. I watch a football. If there's a good football match on, I, should, I watch the football while I'm by. So, but. You're always watching the water. Do the fish just top there? Are the fish on the surface? Do I need to move this rod? Mm. What bait have I been using here? What method am I using? I'm going to try this method on this. Why is that not working? As did matey boy have a run over there earlier on? Or you're always constantly thinking about the presentation. And I can't go somewhere where I'm going to catch every time. I would. I'd get bored. Mm. I like going places. And look, I had a fish out of a lake as a zero publicity, so I can't see what say where. <laughs> Uh, I had a fish out of a lake uh, and I can do day fish I haven't got a night ticket yet I'm on the waiting list um, and I had a 33 pound common out of there uh, last year fishing in the day just to go to sunset and people thought oh it's pointless fishing here in the day really like, you need the night ticket but, but I kept going fishing the same system same place everything five six sessions later and then all of a sudden i'm stood there and i'm watching all these ducks like over the top of my spot 
and they're all just sat there waiting. I was like, that's weird. Why is, why is none of them diving down like, for my bait? Because like, usually two of them are dive down, trying to pick up to make come back up a couple of dives. And look, I'm like, that's weird. They're all staying in that spot, but none of them are like doing anything. And then all of a sudden they're nibbling the water and that. I was like, that seems a bit weird. So I'm watching it. And all of a sudden my rod just goes, beep. So I look, and my bobbin pulls up tight. Boop. So all of a sudden my tip goes, beep, 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 beep. So part of me thinking, Maybe a duck has gone down. Maybe I've got a great crested grave on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. So I hit into it. Boom, £33 common, mate. Just out the blue in the day, but you put the work in. That fish means more to me than fucking loads of the other fish I caught because people fish it for a year and don't catch. Yeah. Don't catch a single fish. That's the amazing thing about it. You get this fish come out and it might not have been on the bank for five years. Yeah, it's true. That's oh, fucking quality. It's just I don't... It would be a bit of me. No, I get it. It's not for everyone, <laughs> like which is brilliant. I prefer a bit of ferreting, a bit of hawking, that sort of thing. Seriously? Yeah, no, I get I'm, it. We're ratting and we're ferreting, and we're, you know, running dogs and flying the birds. That's that's what I like, field sports-wise. Fishing, I like fishing, do you know what I mean? I can appreciate it, and uh, I know a bit about fish, but, you know, sea fishing would be for me. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, if you put all that effort in, you can't fucking eat it. No, it's better. You get to have a picture of it. Get to have a picture of it. That's better. No, have but a then, picture of it, put it back, and then, like, you've got, you've got that capture. It's a capture. I you've did got hear it. the other day that, that one of the most hated things by women, right? Is men holding pictures men of fish. pictures of fish. Yeah, but, but listen, let me tell you something. There's not a man on the planet who's ever held a fish up thinking, oh, I bet a woman's going to love looking at this. We don't give a fuck whether you like it or not. I'm holding the fish up because I've been fishing. I caught a fish. I'm not. And who cares? It's like you, you hold them forward towards how they look bigger. No, you don't. You just. You, if you caught a big enough fish, you can't hold it forward. You can't hold a £33 fucking common carb out in front of you. Also, but there's no nothing, fingers, nothing worse than an angler dropping a fish. Nothing worse. So if you were to, if I was to drop that £33 fucking carp, I could kill it. You don't want to do that. You hold it, you rest your elbows in, you hold it down. Angle, camera angles are really important and make a difference. I've never, I've never caught a big carp, but do, do they, uh, I mean... Do they fresh about? Oh, some of the fights are wicked. No, I've had I'm fights. not talking about catching them. I mean, when you're holding them up. When you're holding them up. Do oh they yeah, move I've got around? pictures of them doing fucking, fucking slip. I mean, like juggling with them. So do you have to like catch the moment? Like sometimes, some like you rest them and stuff, and you let them like. Sometimes they'll just sit. They'll just sit. Like I that, remember. You know? It's quite a funny story. So I was at. Uh, what are you whispering on the podcast? No, I was at this lake. No, I was at like and I had the African fish eagle out, and it was up in the tree. And uh, my mate said to me, there was a load of koi in that in there, in this big pond, in this lake. Like, someone had obviously put them in there. Do you know what I swim about on top of them? Don't you? Don't you ever go for them? I was like, no, never. It never goes for them. And then, fuck me. It flies out the tree, doesn't it? And fucking grabs this huge, like, orange fucking koi. Right? Fuck. And starts fucking riding it across the lake like one of them blokes on the killer whales at SeaWorld. Okay, <laughs> like, no. Fuck no. But, yeah, it actually fucking... Did it kill it? Well, I don't know. It had a couple of holes in it. It wasn't fucking good. It didn't look good. Fucking hell. But you can imagine my thoughts for oh my Where was God. that to? We're not going to say where it is. Yeah. I don't want to say where it was, but like, it was, I was like, oh my hell. God, what have you just done? That's naughty, that, isn't it? But that, you know, like, it's a wildlife food. They know what's. Yeah. You've got birds there, you've got a fish eagle, you're going to talk, it might happen. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah, it's just one of them. Yeah, I think uh, falconries. Falconry, I I love falconry over, over fishing. If I had to choose one, it would be falconry. 
but uh, it's just uh, it's getting harder and harder. Especially yeah. with an eagle. It's getting harder, yeah. But you know, the, obviously the hunting ban on the blue hairs and stuff, yeah. and, and just in general, so many people. Uh, it's disheartening when you see fucking idiots coming into the what could you call it sport uh, into our hobby pastime. Yeah. Uh, people coming into it who just with total disregard for what you have to put into it. And yeah. it's, it's frustrating for me. And I, I see it, as you can imagine, I see it a lot because of the industry I'm in. And, uh, yeah, it drives me mad. And it's... How many times do you see it? Oh, yeah. Anyone know where I can buy Jess from? Um, I need some new Jesses. Where can I buy them from? I'm like, mate, why can't you make your own Jesses? Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I had to know how to make Jesses before I was even allowed a bird. But what? Yeah. Look, that is fucking infuriating. Oh, no, 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 you've heard this story before about a guy who comes in and says, oh, you know, Got any Jesses for an Arisok? Oh, I haven't got time to make them. It takes fucking five minutes to yeah. make a set of Jesses. Oh, have you got time to fly a bird? How the fuck can you fly a bird? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you can't make a set of Jesses and stuff like that, yeah, it drives me insane. I get people, and I don't, you know what? When I've got people come to me genuinely, they sort of, I think some of them genuinely come to me for help, but yeah. they frustrate the life out of me so bad I end up being fucking rude to them because, like, because they're stupid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, or is it stupidity, or is it just they just don't know? And but, but ignorance when maybe, you see it so much, it grinds on you. You know, it's like a bloke. Well, funny enough, Gary said to me yesterday, a bloke come into the centre, come to me and said, "Oh, uh, I want to get one of them birds, mate. Uh, can you sell me one?" He was like, "No, of course I can't." Well, where can I get one? And then he started saying, "Oh, I've done a bit of research. You hang the meat up in the trees and stuff like that." And he's like, "Mate, I would never sell you a bird, and I would never ever recommend." Anyone sell your bird? Yeah, yeah. Yet but someone out there will will sell him a bird. People we know will. I know. That's the thing. Like, People we know will sell him a bird. This is so bad. It, no, mate. I, look, it's it, like fucking. It's the same with MMA. Like maybe we get the someone, same in MMA. It's like us having a, like a, a Ferrari, and then fucking someone comes to buy it off you, and they they can't even ride a motorbike. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to ride a motorbike to show the Ferrari. No, but what I'm saying is they've got no... They've got no <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you on about? What the fuck are you on about? No, it's the shittest analogy I've ever heard yeah, in my no, life. I get your point, yeah. but... Well, you yeah, got it's the a point. shit That's analogy. Yeah, I did. Shit analogy. Um, but we get it with, M- I get it with MMA, mate. I mean, obviously I've seen it all with Falker as well, but with MMA, the amount of people who come like... Or I'll get messages. Hi, mate, how much are your classes? Mate, it's this much money. Yeah, okay, mate. Um, yeah, what sort of stuff is it? I was seeing my dear sir. I really want to fight. Okay, cool. Yeah, we train on Monday, Wednesday. Yeah, mate. I'll get fit and I'll be up in a few weeks. I'm like, no. What you? Why don't you come to us and get fit whilst doing MMA? Yeah, but you know I'm a bit out of shape. And good. You'll That's get fit you for MMA then. Come and train with us. And you will yeah, but you know I'll get my ass handed to me. Do you think you're going to spar the pros? What What do you think goes on here? What do you think? You think, do you think you're going to be training alongside the pro fight team? And Oh, well, I was like, just get your fucking ass to the gym. Stop making excuses. And then you get the people who's coming, yeah, I've been thinking about it for ages, mate. I'm going to fight. I'm like, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about this for months. Like, yeah, I'm like, well, have you got any kit or anything? Like, no, no, what do I need? I'm like, you've been thinking about this for months, haven't you? Do you didn't think you might need boxing gloves, shin guards? Oh, yeah, mate, I'll get them next month when I get paid. I'm like, mate, you just said you wanted to fight. You want to, you come to a gym, you say you want to fight, you've got no fucking groin guard, no gum shield, no fucking boxing gloves, no shin guards. You don't want to fight. You don't want to fight. You want to tell your mates to do an MMA. Like, let's have it right. Used to be, used to be at Lee's, and people, you see people coming in all the time, and they'd be like, geezers all chabbied up and that, do you know what I mean? 
code up and that coming in there and go, yeah, oh, I fucking used to do this, I used to do that. And then you put them with like fucking one of the 15 year olds or something on the floor, like, get their yeah. ass handed to them. And they them. fucking never come back. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe <laughs> I've, had it, I've had it before, like beginners are there and then you get some guy who's been through and thinks he's a bit of a boy, been training with us for a while and he's fucking going, so I'll just go like, Call Troy or someone over at mate, put on him for me. Yeah. You're right. And I'd get one of our guys to put on him because I'm just like, what What are you doing? What do you think you've walked into? Like, what? I've, nobody has ever walked into an MMA gym and I've, I've taught all over the world. I taught for the last 18 years. No one's ever walked into an MMA gym and I've gone, yeah, no, that is a proper art cunt, that. Oh, fucking hard. Ever! Ever! It's not happened. I don't care how fucking hard you think you are. I'm not, not interested. What comes is, I get people who come in on an app, he's got potential in, listens, pick that up really fast. Geeks are the people who fucking stand out because they want to learn yeah, everything. They want to fucking. True. I mean, I'm not interested in the guy true. who thinks he's on. I've seen that happen many times. Like, I've seen people come into Lee's and, like, they're just, you know, normal fellas, lovely blokes, and they're just, like, nothing of them. They're just genuine. Yeah. And they, they but they get obsessed. Really quickly, get obsessed and they, and they fucking they learn it. Yeah, yeah. Don't quit. Like, you're saying, like, mate, if you put your right hand here and stuff like that. And like, yeah, but I thought if I... Uh, uh, like, why are you why are you rebuttaling me? You've come to me to learn. I'm saying, mate, listen, if you move your right... Yeah, but what I was thinking... You don't need to talk. There don't need to be a response. Like, mate, if you put your right hand here and pull the arm across, you set your foot and they just watch you, stop, do it, boom, they do it for That's all you need to do. You don't need to... We don't need to have a discussion about doing an arm bar. I'm showing you how to do an arm bar. Do the arm bar. Like, what? What the fuck? Was, yeah, but, oh, no. What, oh, but, yeah, I've got a bad hip, and I've got, oh, mate, I've been doing this a long time. Do you not think I realise what you're saying is bullshit? Like, come on. You've got a fucking bad hip. You shouldn't be doing MMA. No, you can do MMA. <laughs> you can do fucking jiu-jitsu. Well, you can train, but you can't fucking mate, compete. Mate, Jason, really, Jason um, McCauley is a black belt. His sweat box, pe- under Pedro. He's had a hip replacement. Still trains every fucking week. Rory's had two hit replacements and he is the fucking hardest guy on the mat. So fucking good jiu-jitsu player. You, they're excuses. It's excuses for being shit. I want you to be shit because if there are no shit people, I've got no one to teach. Like, <laughs> Very true. Just come and be shit. Just like, look, just move to, yeah, okay. Because, yeah, I've boxed a bit. Where have you boxed? Oh, we wouldn't have heard of it. I bet I fucking would have. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, shit. That's uh, like an hour and a half, mate. Should we fucking... Yeah, should we get something to eat? Wrap that up? I something to eat? I reckon should so. Should we go and get 2,000 calories? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon don't eat them all in one go. <laughs> Fuck me. No, mate, it was good catching up. I mean, this has been a podcast full of bollocks, basically. Mm, but absolutely. They're bollocks. the best ones. Fucking, I've had informative ones for the last few. My next ones i got oh, planned are pretty informative. informative. For you. <laughs> but um, no, like, these are the best ones. I love them. I, I really enjoyed it, so... Cool. Yeah, well, so hopefully you won't be fucking so a year time. and a half before we do next time. No, no. no. I've got but, um, to make more of an effort. Any shout-outs to anyone? Any fucking... Uh, <sighs> anything you want to mention? Got anything coming up at the centre? Any stuff that you want to talk Centre's about? Centre's open again now. Centre's yep. open again now. Got uh, Been open since the 12th of April. Don't know how, long, how much longer that's going to last. Yep. Will we have another lockdown? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, obviously, my daughter, Molly, and Gary at Imperial. Yeah, yep. Get along there. Experience days. So that's Ken, Ken Owl Academy. Ken Owl Academy. And Imperial Bird of Prey Centre. Imperial Bird of Prey Academy. Yeah, follow, follow both of them. Look follow them. Up. Um, your Musket Mad 68 on Musket Instagram. Musket Mad 68, yeah. Yeah, you can follow that. For, no, there's, there's, there's absolutely there's, no point. It's just absolute nonsense. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah, other than that, mate. Yeah, same, nice one. Um, go and give uh, Angling Anxiety a follow as well, Kev. Yeah, yeah, you know Angling I mean? Anxiety, give that a follow. It's yeah, cool. have, a, have a look at that. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's doing all right, mate. And uh, yeah, like I say, you, should, you might be able to get him on soon. That'd yeah, be, I'll give him a show. Maybe we we'll have him on. Yeah, yeah, come on with his Victorian shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nice one, all right, mate. We'll wrap it up. Right, Thanks nice. very much, mate. See you, mate.